Hey everyone, and welcome back to Practically Zero Waste, a podcast for making zero waste living as practical as possible. Thank you for being here with me, for all of your ratings and reviews, for your kind Instagram messages, and for helping me share these zero waste ideas with all the world. If you're listening to this episode before May 29th, 2019, then you still have a chance to enter our giveaway contest to win a few practical items for making low-waste shopping even easier. Head over to our social media at Practically Zero Waste Pod to leave a comment and leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts to enter. Best of luck! This week's episode is a fun and informative chat with Bailey from the Cloth Diaper Podcast, where we debunk complicated rules and costs with cloth diapering and chat where to get started and why. And if you have any questions after the episode, we'll put all the info to get in touch at the end, so stay tuned. So you run what is called the Cloth Diaper Podcast. Can you tell me a little bit about that? So my little snippet is that the Cloth Diaper Podcast is a somewhat regular show because I like to take breaks when I'm getting overwhelmed. That's nice. Dedicated to everything cloth diapering. Uh, And so we talk with a lot of cloth diaper parents, a few retailers, and cloth diaper brands, mostly right now in Canada and the United States, but I'm totally open with sharing stories from around the world just about the cloth diapering experience and journey because I figured everybody has a different story to tell and that was kind of what was missing out there on the internet were all these amazing stories and not everybody has time to blog so we try to compile it and not everyone has time to read blogs i listen to podcasts (laughs) because i have to spend time with a child and it feels like i'm talking to adults every day it's really nice oh i mean that has been a really nice thing i've recorded probably a couple episodes while i'm here on bed rest and talking to other adults is really nice yeah i know and i'm such a blogger though at heart like i started out blogging and was having a really hard time with the shift of people no longer reading and consuming information. And so this seemed like a non-threatening way to talk about it. (laughs) Totally non-threatening because I don't have to be in front of a camera. I know you also do YouTube videos, but I didn't want to But right now I'm in my pajamas and we're cool. I know. It's great. (laughs) So when did you start using cloth? Did you start right at the beginning with your children or did you choose to do it later on? No. So we started cloth diapering right from the beginning. People ask me about like my beginning story sometimes and I just... That was just going to be what I did. Yeah. I have a background in environmental studies and my mom cloth diapered and I never really even entertained the idea that disposables would be part of our life at all. Just kind of knew we would do cloth diapering. So I bought 24 prefolds and like six or eight covers from our local cloth diaper shop. And yeah, we started the first week. I did give myself like a week of grace and we just did disposables for a week. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and then we jumped into it. Yeah. Uh, the transition to motherhood can be a l- overwhelming. <laughs> oh my gosh. If anyone's heard <laughs> me talk about it, I like was full on postpartum depression and it's way better now. Have kids, people. Yeah. It's great. But you know, the first few months of my life, uh, of life yeah. with him was, uh, pure hell but that's okay things are better now how did you acquire your stash you just got it brand new eh? yeah i just bought brand new because we had a local shop here in town oh, and i nice. placed an order on black on um, boxing day nice which in canada here is kind of like black friday oh yeah <laughs> canadian black friday not as big and popular anymore but three years ago there was still little remnants of of boxing day still existing the, um that retail location has closed down but yeah, I just bought locally new. I did start buying a couple of things used once I kind of got going and I figured out what I wanted exactly, in my life. Yeah. Nice. But I try to avoid the used market. I just have been burnt a lot. So I kind of just, it's not my favorite, but there oh, are a lot of great options out there. Yeah. I, a hundred percent of my stuff has been used. I don't think I have any new 
cloth oh. diapers in my stash and I what was your getting burnt experiences oh just like the first set of used diapers that I bought I didn't know anything I hadn't even had my child yet and um I brought them home and the PUL was okay but it the next wash it just all fell apart the mm. elastics all needed to be replaced uh. and while I think of myself as handy I'm not that handy no, and I got yeah. really frustrated really quickly and it was just kind of a tipping stone so I've just been kind of eerie about buying used and I'll buy a lot of absorbency used like uh, flats or prefolds exactly, or inserts yeah. because they don't have those finicky parts yeah but if I really need a new cover then I tend to just wait for a sale day let's get into some stats for somebody who's never cloth diapered before and is kind of unsure about the whole process about (laughs) how many cloth diapers does a child use per day so somebody who's under one years old let's say so under a year like so that like this is a big variable as you know like a newborn can easily use 10 to 12 whereas a one-year-old six to eight so most people that i talk to they say they use about they have a 10 diapers for a one-day stash. Mm-hmm. Um, just in case. Uh, my kids were poopers. So we're like, <laughs> they pooped all day, all the time. So we were definitely on the higher end of using 10 diapers a day. Yeah. But I know parents who are able to easily get through six with a change every two and a half hours. Yeah. Um. So I wanted to kind of think about the savings. We just uh, we just recorded our interview that's going to be uh, airing on your podcast and we talked a little bit about savings there but I want to talk about after the initial investment cloth diapers are saving you money like what's the average cost of diapers so if we look at what American the average cost of responsibly made cloth diapers are about $17 a diaper for new ones 24 yeah. diapers for a full stash about $400 is your initial investment cost yeah. and that's still shopping responsibly made which is really important to me and my ethos yeah and then disposable diapering costs 15 cents and i think you're looking at like 16 to two thousand dollars over the course of your lifespan um i know a lot of people will argue those numbers and it really does depend on what your disposable diapering style is are you a couponer do you have access to couponing and buying diapers and wholesale prices do you want to choose a diaper that's more environmentally sustainable and so some people will disposable diaper for $800. So the cost savings not there. But if you are looking at higher end disposable diapers that have fewer chemicals that don't have fragrances, you could easily be saving $2,000 to $3,000 over the cost of a right. baby's lifespan. Yeah, like yeah. brands like Seventh Generation and Rascal and Friends, like those ones are um, disposable diapers that are meant to be lower chemical or chemical free, really safe for your baby and slightly less impact on the planet, right? Or Yeah, like they're really trying to source their pulp from sustainable sources. They're trying mm. to make sure that there's no chlorine or dioxins left right. in there. And so like seventh generation works out to be about 45 to 50 cents a diaper, both in Canada and the Ooh. United States. Wow, compared to 50 cents So that cents can really add up. I just Jeez. bought a case of seventh generation diapers for my daughter. It was 50 bucks. It's going to last us a month. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, and it's going to last you a month because you're partnering it with cloth or? No, we're a full-time cloth. We're a full-time disposable diaper right now because I'm uh, recovering from a <gasps> foot surgery. Yes. So oh my gosh. You got to give your give and take in life. Absolutely. Um, and that's probably if a lot of people part-time cloth diaper. And yeah. that's, I think, what's part about going practically zero waste. Correct? Yeah, because right? it's like, practical and it's also like practically there it's not fully there but it's practically there you got to be practical about things and so 
I yeah. like good for you. Um, with the recent study coming out of France about the unknown chemicals in disposable diapers, oh. I really anytime I buy disposable diapers now, really try to find a product with as few fragrances and yeah. a stronger ethos that I can find because I'm just not comfortable not knowing. Totally. When you are not in bed rest and enjoying <laughs> that little bit of a break from all the laundry, what is the washing process like? Um, because there is so much confusion with especially modern diapers about the modern style of a diaper that looks exactly like um, the basic setup of a disposable for anybody who doesn't know instead of in past times and in current times, but mostly the, the old fashioned type of diaper was um, a plastic cover that would cover up a folded up cotton prefold, right? And so mm -hmm. you'd have these big squares that are folded up into thirds and then you'd uh, stuff that in a diaper and that would be your diaper setup. But the modern diapers have a little bit more going on and people find them really complicated to wash and you can't use that detergent <laughs> and you can't use the dryer, but maybe you can use a dryer and what the heck am I doing here? Yeah, right? Yeah. Like it's, it is completely overwhelming. Uh, and unnecessarily so, right? You don't need it to oh, be so overwhelming. No, and largely a lot of us, we do make it overwhelming, but I'd say there's a big movement right now, at least amongst cloth diaper influencers, to return to the simplicity of washing cloth diapers. And it really should be and is simple. Um, there are a lot of factors that play in and can make a wash routine more complicated. Um, but in general, the recommendation out there and the recommendation I give is that you need to pre-wash your diapers or pre-rinse your diapers. So you need to be getting as much urine and poop out of your diapers as you can first. In some families, that means doing it all in the bathtub or in the toilet before they wash. And for some families, that means doing a pre-wash cycle on their washing machine. So you do that first cycle and then you do a long, hot, main wash and that's about a, as much as that you need is you just use as much detergent as you want for a fully soiled load of laundry because you're talking about the dirtiest of dirty you use hot water as much as you can because hot water is an, a great cleaning agent like we've used hot water to clean for years and then you want agitation you want as much agitation as you get about 45 minutes or more because agitation is what encourages the detergent to connect to the dirt particles and get it all out and then you need to rinse because you need to get all the detergent out otherwise you're going to get rashes and then you can dry however you want i mostly toss my diapers in the dryer because i don't like how long it takes for them to dry hanging them to dry and i with myself i do like a give and take so i dry all my diapers in the dryer but everything else goes on the line because yeah. a t-shirt takes no time at all to dry on the line but a diaper can take all day that's so, so that's my like my give and take in my life i know a lot of people will hang their diapers to dry eh, it just doesn't work for me i also like to remind people like don't get caught up in rules if you know how to wash clothing you know how to wash cloth diapers okay. like just pretend you're washing your work clothes apply that principle People feel very overwhelmed and I like really would emphasize that you have the knowledge and wisdom to wash cloth diapers. Like don't get stressed out about it. I know that there are those things about, oh, if there's too much detergent left in them, then they'll get a rash. And if there's, you know, too much detergent that's in the PUL fabric, then it won't be as breathable and it won't be as okay. um, water repellent, all those things. But like you said, like if you know how to wash underwear, then you know how to wash a cloth yeah. diaper. Yeah, and as just like clean, embrace right? your common sense problem solving strategies you really can do this yes. you really can thanks for motivating yeah. us that's so great <laughs> uh, 
Don't get overwhelmed. Please don't. What do you recommend for nighttime? Everybody talks about how you can't make it through the night and everybody talks about having to use a disposable at night. And you totally can. But if you oh, are yeah. 100% hardcore, I'm like, I'm not doing a disposable at night. I'm going to do what? What do I do? So the problem about nighttime is that everybody's child has a different urine output. And so all conversations about absorbency just get totally overwhelming and it can be very much a struggle to figure out what to do for nighttime and my first child we had to use fitted diapers because he was a heavy wetter in which we really needed 25 to 30 ounces of absorbency which is a lot that's like when you start just exploding disposable diapers um, so we used fitted diapers and wool but my daughter is so much more chill and I just use a heavy duty nighttime pre-fold that I got from Nuggles diapers in a cover and she's so chill. Like her bladder is like a joke compared to my son. <sighs> so it can be really hard to kind of know where to start. Okay. And that's like, that's the hard part is you just have to start somewhere. Yeah. Try, so don't try a daytime diaper. <laughs> try like... Uh, something a little more absorbent than a daytime diaper, throw your child in a fleece pajamas, see if you wake up wet. <laughs> Keep repeating. Why fleece? Fleece, well, fleece is a little bit water resistant, so I I've find that the bed that. gets a little bit less wet. He has a, little a bit. pair of pants and they're never wet, but he's wet underneath. That's weird. Yeah, fleece is water resistant. Uh, so fleece covers are another really great thing that you can use to kind of combat that issues. But each child is really going to be kind of different when it comes to the nighttime. And that's why like one of if people are in my inbox on Instagram, one of the first things I'll suggest is an extra large receiving blanket. A lot of parents have those on hand already. If you haven't washed them with fabric softeners um, and they're absorbent, so most receiving blankets are made out of cotton, the really big ones can hold like 14 ounces. That's mostly what most kids need overnight. You fold it up into a pad, put it in a pocket. If it works, wow. awesome. And if it doesn't work, then you kind of need a fitted diaper and you need to start looking at overnight solutions. And if you're really insistent on wanting to go with a cloth diaper overnight, just chatting with retailers or work at home moms who specialize in fitted diapers is a really good place because they've done that problem solving with a lot of other clients before and they can really give you that one-on-one -on -one support that you need. Yeah. Um, one of my latest shows on the podcast was with Eco Accoutrements. She's based out in Ontario. She's a cloth diaper maker and she specializes in fitteds. And that's what she said. She says, I can really help with that problem solving. So reach out to those cloth diaper makers and those retailers and they like take advantage of their expertise. Even if you can't afford to buy an entire night stash, at least buy one and then maybe you can find the rest secondhand if that's what's in your budget. That's great, yeah. And yeah. what what is the, the tragedy of them waking up wet? Just have to do more laundry. I mean, like, by like one sheet, that's fine. Yeah, you gotta wash the sheets, the pajamas. And I mean, yeah, you woke up in the middle of the night, but it's gonna take that experimenting and you're not gonna know until you start trying. I still, my kids are potty training right now, and that's probably even worse. It's just, you're going to deal with a lot of wet sheets in your life. <laughs> and if you have to do laundry anyway to do your cloth diapers, what's one more little bit? No, and if you don't already have, like, a wet pad for your bed, make sure you get one. 
or like a dry pad, like a mattress protector. Make sure you have a mattress protector. We co-sleep, so my mattress <laughs> yeah. is not plastic covered. Yeah, you would not want. Okay, so if you're co-sleeping, that's a good idea is yeah. to get it covered in plastic. Yeah. Or or something. if your child's sleeping in a in a bigger bed already, make sure your mattress is covered in plastic. Here's a thought: if you don't have a plastic cover or don't want a plastic cover, could you use wool? Oh yeah, you could definitely use wool. So like a wool blanket, like a woolly. Yeah, my kids all slept on woolies in there whenever they did sleep in the crib. So wool uh, is naturally water resistant and mm -hmm. so you can use that as a pad underneath your sheets and that will prevent it from leaking into the soft mattress is that what you're yes that's what i yeah that's what i guess what i'm trying to avoid yes because then you have to replace a mattress and that's no fun at all uh yeah or you can get like they there are brands out there that make like cotton tpu pul style pads like p-pad mat that you can put underneath to prevent mattress destruction exactly yeah Mm -hmm. So the conversation that I have with a lot of friends about cloth is that, oh, you have your own washing machine and dryer, so totally, you can do cloth, but I can't do cloth because I have coin laundry. Okay. Like, um, <laughs> there are parents around the Be world who nice, use Bailey. cloth diapers in a coin laundry. I've had so many guests on the show, uh, Karen from Little Big's Love, and... Cloth Diaper Storage, who lives in Brooklyn, New York, and they all use their coin laundry machines. Uh, my man on the trail out in Kingston, Ontario, she uses her coin lamp. It's just a matter of what is your mental block? Like, you've just got a mental block there that says, yeah. I have this thing and I, therefore I can't. But people do it everywhere. And a lot of times people will even use laundromats because it's more easy and more convenient. Yeah, to wash uh, like three laundry. A lot of walking and then people will be like, oh, that's so gross in a laundromat. The cloth diapers are the least of your concern. Um, and for people who do have coin op, most of the time I hear that they do do their pre-wash cycle in their homes. So they will make sure that they rinse out every diaper underneath the sink before tossing it in a bin. And then they only use their coin op machine for their drying or not their drying, sorry, for their main wash cycle. And then they bring everything back and they dry. So a lot of families who do have coin op systems, I just see them approaching cloth diapering differently. They'll approach it with flats or pre-folds and covers so that they have smaller loads that they can use. Yeah. Yeah. And there's other options as well, like diaper services where people can take your diapers away and wash them or you rent diapers from them and wash them. I mean, these services are more expensive, but if diapering is important to you because you want to reduce your synthetics or because you want to reduce your waste, they make it work. If you were starting cloth diapering and you had only access to coin laundry, you could do your research about how much a box of disposables costs per week versus how much you would be spending on coin laundry. Mm -hmm. And then comparing that cost, I'm sure there would be savings there if you were doing coin laundry versus buying the disposables every week and wipes. If you were doing cloth diapers, you might as well do cloth wipes because it's just cut up scraps of fabric. Um, and then I guess... If you're trying to source your diapers, knowing that you're going to be doing coin laundry, you could buy these pre-folds because mm -hmm. you can, like, once the pre-fold is soaked through, like the, the inner liner is soaked through, then you could just take that out and replace the liner, but keep the cover, right? Like you could mm -hmm. use the cover over yeah. and over. And the other reason I really suggest pre-folds or flats when people are talking about coin op is because they are so much more forgiving to wash and 
you don't need a fancy machine. Like if your coin-op machine is just like an interesting piece of machinery from the 60s, I mean, it can handle it can handle simple flats or prefolds, and some people just do use simple inserts. But I would just like rethink and reframe what your problem actually is and how you can address it because people are cloth diapering with coin ops, and it's just a matter of what's your challenge, what's important to you. Yeah, and it it could feel like an excuse, um, but if you're trying to do this practically, taking your stuff, taking an extra load of diapers every three days, maybe it just means that you own more cloth diapers and a well-ventilated mm-hmm. bucket for them to sit in <laughs> until until it's time to go to the coin laundry every few days. Yeah. yeah. I would like to challenge myself uh, to do a week of coin laundry because there is a, a laundry machine within walking distance. Sorry, a laundry mat in within walking distance of my house. And I would like to just see what the experience is like so that I can sympathize with people who have to do it because I am very lucky to have my own. My landlord's provided a a laundry. Yeah. And like some families who do have coin op, they will bring in like little washing machines into their home or little, there are other get ups and goes and just really boils down to what's important to you because a lot of people do cloth diaper because they have to, like it's a health reason. Their child reacts to disposable diapers and gets crazy rashes, right? So sometimes this is less of a a choice and it's just a, a must have in their life. So with cloth diapers, we talked a little bit about going into cloth wipes as well for everything and therefore you can also mm-hmm. you might as well skip buying paper towel because you can just use cloth wipes to like wash everything <laughs> and then maybe you don't need you know kleenex anymore because you can just use handkerchiefs because you're touching gross stuff every day anyway you might as well just blow your <laughs> exactly the slippery slope have you talked with anybody who's moved on to i don't know they call it family cloth which i think is a gross way of calling it but cloth know, toilet right? paper <laughs> I, oh, I play around with family cloth. I, like, I do have such an excessive stash of cloth wipes that sometimes it's just something that I haven't made a routine in my life. I don't know if I've talked to anybody. I know there are people out there who do embrace it full time. I would say I'm more like a casual part-timer when it comes to family cloth. Me too. Family cloth is like, eh, really, they do need to come up with a better term for Let's that. Let's say cloth toilet These, paper. Yeah, cloth toilet paper. It's <laughs> like, I really enjoy using it. The reason that I fall off the bandwagon is convenience because my husband refuses to do it. Oh, totally. And so then there's just a roll of toilet paper there and it's just magically convenient, right? My husband has talked about that he would be okay with going the bidet route. And that's typically what is considered another alternative, right? Mm -hmm. Or a better alternative. People say bidets over cloth. And so really I should just take him up on that one day and go buy a bidet yeah. and see if he would use it. Because <laughs> uh, toilet paper, I once looked into toilet paper, like the manufacturing and production of it and I was just like kind of horrified. And It I... requires so much water and trees and to produce a single roll of toilet paper that the amount of water in comparison for using a bidet or flushing or washing cloth is so minimal in comparison. Same with like disposable diapers versus cloth diapers. People say yeah, because it's oh. the same pulp. Yeah, people yeah. say that it's hard uh, or that it's expensive for them to wash extra loads of laundry, and that it's not environmentally friendly for them to use cloth diapers because of how much extra la- laundry it is. I hear what you're saying. I hear that you're seeing the amount of water that's being used to clean something. 
but what you don't see is how much water and how much resources goes into producing disposable diapers that will never go away. Like they are forever going to sit in our landfills. Here in British Columbia, the top 10 electricity consumers are mostly paper and pulp mills. Like right? the amount of resources that go into the manufacturing of paper and pulp is something we can't even fathom. Yeah. So the manufacturing yeah. of cloth and cotton and wool and everything synthetic fibers it's crazy too but if you're using secondhand products if you're using upcycled textiles from your own home for your cloth wipes and for your cloth toilet paper just about all of that is reusable and you can reuse it forever textiles should be considered pure gold yeah given how much it takes to produce them and if you're looking at purchasing new you can always take that into consideration when purchasing your diapers and there are a lot of more sustainably manufactured and more sustainably produced textiles out there yeah uh, these are all choices that we make and a lot of times we just don't know i i feel like i've made a lot of textile mistakes in my past and um, this last year i've really learned more about the textile industry and I'm trying to be better every day and that's that's all i can try like i can just try to be a better conscious consumer about what and how my textiles are produced absolutely um, but it's a huge journey that's great that is a hard amount of research to do too people talk a lot about with their own cloth wipes when you start searching that online you get all of these different recipes for all of these wipe solutions <laughs> and stuff like that I literally just use a spray bottle with water in it. Uh, yeah. Is that okay? <laughs> oh, yeah. I totally just, I just go to the bathroom sink and run them underwater. Yeah, like, exactly. It's, uh, exactly. It's so easy. I'm so not into essential oils or additives. Like, um, yeah, to me, that's just another thing that had to get manufactured and brought to my home. Like, I don't see the purpose in it. Yeah, and and the effort that goes into it is less practical than just turning on the tap oh yeah and like i don't know if you've ever heard of disposable water wipes those are a big thing they're literally just like bamboo wipes that are soaked in water that's it <laughs> so i could do that too without... yeah you could do that too without spending five dollars a package oh my gosh five dollars a package that's so much money what about is there any sort of resource for people to acquire cloth diapers for free <laughs> for people who really like struggle to even buy disposables they'd struggle mm -hmm. to buy the startup amount of cloth diapers needed yeah so when it comes to sourcing diapers through diaper charities there are diaper charities there are cloth diaper charities in canada and the united states a lot of these are going to be local yeah but there are some bigger organizations such as jake's diapers and the cloth option in the united states um giving um what's it called in canada i don't know those would be the two big ones in the states and then we do see a lot of local kind of operations going on elsewhere just because managing these foundations has kind of been a lot of work um so sometimes getting access to cloth diapers through a charity can be kind of a struggle and that's where i think i really instead rely on the emphasis that cloth diapers don't need to be expensive um you can repurpose things and that's really if i was low income i would really emphasize and start it's just with twenty dollars if you have twenty dollars in your pocket like receiving blankets from a thrift store and secondhand cloth diaper covers from a thrift store 
Um, and or if you have old t-shirts in your closet you've never used, if you have old bed sheets that have got holes in them, these are things that can be cut up and folded into cloth diapers and used. Cloth diapering doesn't have to be fancy and it really can start simple and be something that you just acquire over time as you get resources. But don't don't forget about like the, the simplicity of reusing things. Um, I think we often forget about that and it sounds, I don't know, it sounds really kind of like a, I don't know, it sounds kind of tacky thing to say, right? I don't, at least it feels like saying it off my tongue, but um, repurposing things is really where I encourage most people to start, even regardless of your income bracket, because a lot of repurposed goods in your home are way more absorbent than the synthetic options provided. That's a great point. Yeah, I, I mean, you can source out. There are a lot of options. I'm just not overly optimistic um, that everybody has access to those options, those cloth diaper charities in the States. Um, and you don't need 24 diapers. You just need 10. Like most people just wash every day. And learning how to hand wash. So you've got a great um, couple of videos on hand washing and a uh -huh. few very simple ways of doing it. And I think that if anybody wants to check out that, that can save a whole load of laundry um, instead oh, yeah. of having to do a cold water wash to get everything off and then a hot water wash to kill all the bacteria and then a dryer load. Like that's a lot of money at a laundromat. But if you oh, yeah. are able to just rinse in a bucket at home, do the pre-wash, you can use detergent, you can use a scrubber, you can use a plunger. I've seen you use a plunger with holes oh, yeah. drilled into it as a big agitator, like an old fashioned washing machine. Like, if that is something that you can do, that's great. And I, I talked about it just this week on my, my show, on my Instagram, and I don't think it's sustainable full-time, truthfully. But a lot of... I had a couple people who popped on and was like, well, I literally had no other choice. So, yeah, I made it work. Um, and that's really, like, if you don't have any other choice, you will make it... You'll figure it out. Um, and there are great, easy ways to do it. I think that's so good. And I like what you said about using receiving blankets um, and swaddling blankets because darn those things dry so fast. It's amazing. Yeah. And old t-shirts, an extra large t-shirt, great overnight solution. Yeah. Don't get caught. Like people get, you get caught up in the hype of needing cloth diaper specific gizmos and gadgets and you don't. That's mm -hmm. so true. I, yeah. So what about the time? So people talk about how it's impractical because it is time consuming to either hand wash or scrub or whatever. What do you think? So yeah, if you're hand washing, it is a time thing. Um, that's really just going to be something that you have to make a decision based on what is going on in your family needs right now. Uh, the importance of your child's diapers. But if you are, have access to a washing machine and your cloth diapering, it's not a lot of work. I mean, the washing machine does most of it, but when it comes to flats and hand washing, yeah, like it's 20 minutes, it takes 20 minutes to hand wash diapers. So what is what is really important to you in that moment really has to exactly come just into getting that back to your your why you're doing this is this something that you're able to make time for is this something you can do while watching TV like if you're missing out on something are you able to do it as a social activity are you doing it in a mm -hmm. bucket in the kitchen sink or something and you can still visit with people or you can still you know I don't know 
Yeah, like it really just comes down to what's really important. And I can't make those decisions for anybody. That's something that you have to make yourself. And it's just really good. I think the big thing about the Flats and Handwashing Challenge, which is hosted by the Cloth Diaper Revival, is just like even acknowledging that there are simple ways to diaper and that you could do this in a cinch. I don't really think it's super practical full time, but I think that maybe if you can't afford diapers until payday, we cut up some t-shirts and use them until payday and do it until payday and just that part-time casualness of it and knowing that it could be part-time casual can ease that financial worry absolutely and i love mm -hmm. diaper free time like it it oh yeah depends but if you're home on a mat leave or if you at canada i got a whole year which is pretty sweet um but if you are a stay-at-home parent or if you are you know even just in the evening so if your child's in a daycare during the day and you have to do cloth diapers somehow or disposables there and then they come home diaper free time on an old shower curtain or on like a tile floor it's a sweet operation because you get to <laughs> delay having to put them in a diaper and they're so happy it's great they That's, can even be fully clothed in the winter time without a diaper on and you just have to wash that later but you don't have to worry about wasting wasting a diaper on them <laughs> if we're talking like about considering thoughts of zero waste and low waste is to consider elimination communication as part of your diapering journey. Um, and elimination communication is responding to your child's bladder functions as, um, as the, as the adult, as the responsible one in the situation and, and a great way to reduce diapering. Is to just That's hold them over a receptacle when you know that they need to go. And then yeah. They, I've done that a couple of times. I find it does take a little bit of effort on my part, and sometimes it's easier. So that's another decision yeah, that you can make personally, it. right? Like, is it yeah. easier for you to hold your, chi your child over the toilet or over a potty or something like that and take that time out of your day each time you're going to change them, um, hold them over or whatever? Or is it less work for you to just wash more diapers? Like, yeah. It's up to you. You can do whatever you want, or you can run that third, like, or that second load of laundry where you have it get washed the first time and then wash the second time. And yeah, yeah, you just have to figure out what works for you. Exactly. Bailey, um, what is your favorite thing about cloth diapering? Okay, so my favorite thing about cloth diapering would be just the community, probably at the end of the day. Um, as a cloth diaper creator, I guess influencer would be the other buzzword at the time um i just um, love the community of women out there um and that's not to say that like any other group they can get nasty and mean and there can be issues but through cloth diapering i have found women all over the world that i just really connect with and i love that and we all if you are in this world in kind of a low waste mindset it can be kind of a struggle to find other people to connect with and while not everybody is cloth diapering for the same reasons it can be easier to find those women I think in the cloth community and like have something connect and bond over and that's probably my favorite thing about it that's awesome I love that mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not easy I wouldn't say it's easy I've really lucked out and I uh like I have a really great group of women who we've all raised our kids now together for the last three years oh that's awesome yeah. i love that i needed that hardcore when i became a mom it was um super valuable to me to have a group of other moms who were in the same 
boat and uh, we still meet and it's been really really helpful mm-hmm. so even if you're not all doing cloth diapers it's just it's great to have community community's great yeah. that's become a very popular theme on this podcast lately <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's everything it comes back to community it really does um is there anybody who uh is really inspiring you in the cloth diaper eco-friendly community lately that you want to share with our listeners in the cloth diaper community i am a huge fangirl i would say of two other influencers so the first is modern bottom babies she's on instagram she's also got a blog um caitlin has just been such an inspiration to me she's really uh embraced a minimalist cloth diaper attitude uh, as much as one can as a blogger where you do get um, exposure to brands and supporting that right and I really enjoy Caitlin's ethos and personality and she's now gone on to make her own diaper bombs and bombs uh, and just an incredible woman I think in her minimalist space in the cloth diapering space and then um, official or Jay's Nest who you can find on Instagram as official Jay's Nest Jacqueline I find her to be such another great inspiration because uh, she's really she's been walking through the processes and just the journey of mental health and cloth diapering and postpartum and how that wow, all plays together awesome. yeah and um I think we're both a fangirl in both our ways in that I know that she's following me quite closely and my um, my my journey in the hashtag who made my cloth diapers and talking about the responsible textile manufacturing and responsible manufacturing of diapers. And she shares that journey with her followers in a way that is just, she's an incredible storyteller. And I have such admiration for her in her ability to share people and bring them along on a journey of discovery that extends through cloth diapering and into motherhood in such a like a great way like right there are some people out there who just nail storytelling and that's Jacqueline and so I admire her so much that's Mm -hmm. wonderful so where can people find you online and learn more about you and cloth diapering and all that (laughs) I we're keeping things pretty simple uh clothdiaperpodcast.com and I'm on Instagram and Facebook as Cloth Diaper Podcast. Simple. Keep it simple. And um, you can listen to my show, which is dedicated to all things cloth diapering, uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts, uh, you, as well as YouTube. We're also on YouTube, and we have tons of great cloth diaper content out there. And my podcast is just, I wouldn't say I have any great one-on-one series, but I do have a great other in-depth topics. And if you're into more coin-operated laundry, check out, I think it's episode four with Karen from Little Big's Love. Um, she talked about that journey. Cool. Look at us. Yeah. Two episodes in one. We just did it. We got this. Thank you. You have a great day. Have a good day. Bye. Okay, bye. Thanks again for listening, everyone. Bailey mentioned tons and tons of awesome resources in today's episode, so we'll toss those in the episode description for future reference. If you want to learn more from Bailey, you can go to clothdiaperpodcast.com and find her on Instagram and YouTube at clothdiaperpodcast, where she has lots of great tips for beginners and pros. If you want to be in touch with us, you can email practicallyzerowaste at gmail.com or message us on Instagram or Facebook at practicallyzerowastepod. Don't forget to enter the giveaway, and hey, if you're new to cloth diapering, I say give it a go. Start with your reason for doing it, because once you have that to fall back on when it's tiring or challenging, you'll never go back. Have a great week, everyone, and talk to you soon.